This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, December 7, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. A free trade pact between the United States and Peru moves ahead while Hugo Chavez faces his first political defeat at the hands of a broad swath of Venezuelan voters. Ian Vasquez is director of the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. He says Peru's success serves as an embarrassment to the failed policies in Venezuela under Hugo Chavez. The rejection of Chavez's proposed constitutional amendments, which would have given him unprecedented powers in, in Latin America, with the, with the exception of the powers that Fidel Castro has, uh, was a big setback uh, for Chavez. And it was a signal to all Latin Americans that, in fact, uh, he does not represent or embody the uh, will of the people, as he likes to, to say, uh, or their aspirations. And this is uh, a, a very healthy signal uh, that I think um, will embolden the opposition in other countries like Bolivia and like Ecuador that are now client states of Venezuela, uh, where they're facing the very same pattern of uh, constituent assembly rewriting of the Constitution, uh, the violation continuously by the government of the rule of law and arbitrary rule, and uh, this headlong rush into populist uh, rule. So I think that this has been a setback, but as I say, the opposition in Venezuela is still at a tremendous disadvantage since uh, Chavez has so much control in a country that doesn't have too much in the way of uh, checks and balances or separations of powers and uh, he still does control so much of the economy and so many different uh, branches of government. The other good news uh, this week was that uh, the Senate passed the uh, free trade agreement uh, with Peru, uh, which comes at a, a good time uh, because Peru is increasingly distinguishing itself in the region as a successful case of market democracy. Unlike uh, so many other countries in South America, Peru maintained, uh, it did not uh, backtrack on the fairly deep free market reforms that it initiated in the early 1990s, and it has maintained stable macroeconomic policy throughout this time, and it's paying off. It's paying off in, in high growth over the past more than five years. Last year, growth was 8%, and it's the kind of growth that is uh, based on wealth creation and investment throughout the, the country, unlike in other high-growth countries in Latin America like Venezuela and Argentina, which are based mainly on uh, high commodity prices and a lot of redistribution. Like other leaders in that region, Chavez has been pushing this idea of 21st century socialism, and much of the media in Venezuela was devoted to promoting the reform that he wanted to get through in his country. Has sort of the sheen come off of that that idea, 21st century socialism? One of the new developments in Venezuela is that the opposition, those people who voted against uh, Chavez's proposals this time around, included a broad ideological spectrum and people from all social classes, both rich and poor. Uh, it included uh, students, uh, which have traditionally been uh, his uh, supporters or supporters of the left. It has included uh, a former... Uh, defense minister who has been closely identified with him and is surely uh, a, a, a main uh, person on the left in, in Venezuela. So it has become 
much, much more difficult to, uh, for Chavez to accuse his opponents of being stooges of the United States or imperialists or uh, uh, CIA agents, which uh, he has become accustomed uh, in doing. Now, a lot of the improvements in Peru have come about irrespective of the fact that Chavez himself has been spending money in Peru to try to activate opposition there. Peru's success as a market democracy is uh, an embarrassment for Chavez because uh, the reduction of poverty, the spreading of development to large parts of the country that uh, in previous eras uh, saw little in the way of progress during episodes of high growth, the creation of new businesses in Peru and the boom in uh, traditional and in non-traditional exports, uh, international Peruvian uh, corporations that are being very successful. All of this isn't supposed to happen according to his uh, worldview. And so Chavez is now spending a lot of money uh, for ideological purposes, especially in the interior and in, in the provinces of, of Peru. And in a sense, uh, Peru has become a key country in this ideological uh, battle in Latin America between the, the modernizers and the populists. What is Alan Garcia's record as a reformer? Alan Garcia has been one of the biggest surprises of Latin America uh, in recent years. He was uh, surely uh, the worst president on record uh, during the second half of the 1980s when he was first president and uh, was a socialist himself and de destroyed the country, brought the country to, to ruin, setting it back at least 30 years in terms of per capita income and creating a, a financial and political uh, crisis. But uh, he's been in power now for a bit more than a year, and he has uh, seemed to have learned from his mistakes and is building upon the policy stability and the, and the market reforms that Peru has introduced in the past 15 years, uh, and has even gone beyond it. He has been an, a very active promoter of the free trade agreement, which uh, incidentally was supported by a majority of, of Peruvians, and has in recent weeks advocated uh, a high growth vision for Peru in order to reduce uh, poverty uh, along Asian lines, that is to say 8 to 10 percent growth for years and years to come, and that's exactly what uh, Peru needs. And he's been very specific about how to get there by advocating, for example, private uh, investments in large parts of the jungle so as to uh, export wood and also to protect uh, the area from illegal logging. Private investment, much, much more private investment in mining all over uh, Peru and in fisheries along the ocean and uh, in land, allowing vast areas, large areas of land to be privatized and to be titled, something that uh, uh, still needs to be done. A lot more needs to be done in Peru before it can be declared a, a success story, but it is surely experiencing a tremendous uh, market success, the creation of a middle class, um, uh, the reduction in inequality uh, that is a result of poor people gaining proportionately more from growth than uh, the other classes, and basically an integration of the Peruvian economy internally, so that there's a lot of internal demand uh, for goods and services, as well as integrating the economy internationally. Uh, he needs to, uh, he recognizes that this has been 
the reason for Peru's success so far, but that uh, Peru can't sit on its hands. In my view, uh, the country should also uh, title a lot more property in the mountains. Uh, that very little has been done uh, on that with the peasants' uh, property and small holdings. Reduce bureaucratic regulations, which are still very heavy in Peru, particularly labor laws, which are among the most rigid uh, in the region and, and in the world. And, uh, of course, a wholesale reform of the education system, which is also uh, one of the worst in the world. Ian Vasquez is director of the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. You can read more on international development at our website, cato.org.